Well, well, welcome to Between Sundays. I'm Tyler. And I need to know how I can make a difference. Dave's here to tell me how to find joy, but before we answer the call of the world that needs us, now that they're done dispensing their wisdom and playing in the ocean, let's welcome in our favorite gift receivers, Marin and Barry. Good day, guys. Good day. Good day? Playing in the ocean <laughs> makes you happy. Ah, yes. Yeah. Doesn't make everyone happy. Not Yeah, it really doesn't. It was an illustration. Yeah. <laughs> Tyler, are you generally happy when you're playing in the ocean? <laughs> Those dark waters. Uh, no, but I get it. Especially if you're more than just a face. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Seriously, man. I can't. Do you, do you, are you an ocean person, Marin? I'm not. I'm not an ocean no? person. I, I'm not even really a lake person. I like chlorinated waters. Yeah. Crystal blue. I understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Guys, <laughs> yo, what's new? What's happening? Mary, this are is you the here? week. No, I don't know. I I came in here before we started the pod and I said, please ask me a question so that I can be present because I just realized that I wasn't paying attention to anything you guys were just saying. Yeah. I, this is pitifully insufficient. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be delightful. I'm very distracted because there's just so much going on. Yeah. But good news. I finished my Psalms paper, exegetical paper <laughs> yesterday. I finished my, my rough draft of my Romans paper the day before that. Well, <laughs> I guess we don't care as much about Romans. <laughs> anyway, so, but it's just now it's this week of like finishing up seminary, moving. I've got like a long list of stuff. I've got to like get the U-Haul figured out and get the guy hired to come over and restretch the carpet in the bedroom. And I wish just, we could have seen this coming. <laughs> no, I saw it coming from a mile away. That's why I said it last uh, week. I but. think Tyler meant he saw this coming too. Yeah. Well, wait. So, is it not all situated? We don't know what's happening. No, it's all. We're gonna move in this weekend. It's fine. Okay. You're moving into the new place on this? Labor Day. Wow. Yeah. So, wow. what day is the U-Haul getting there? Well, I don't we know. Don't, don't stress <laughs> oh, me no. out, man. <laughs> oh, no. And why is your how carpet long? getting stretched? Because the carpet's all bunched up a little bit from I don't know rabbits. No, no, they didn't. Have they rabbits. didn't have rabbits, so I'm assuming humans. Oh, the new carpet. The yeah, the new old carpet. Gotcha. Is all bunched bunchy in the bedroom. So well, you can do that anytime. It. Yeah, but we don't want to like put in our yeah. bed and all that stuff, and then have to remove it. So we'll just take care of it, get it done. We'll this be fine. week, next we'll be week. Fine. Yeah. Well, yeah. next week you guys are gone, right? No, next week I'm here all week, and okay. then I'm gone all week. Yeah. yeah. So you have one week to complete everything. Well, one week to get all settled in and moved. Yeah, I get it, man. When I was on that Jesus Freak cruise, <laughs> you would think my worries are cast aside, but yeah, no, no, full speed ahead into worries because I get be, it. It'll Stressful. be fine. The main thing I'm worried about is goat digits. What? That's what your main concern is. All right, what's what's now? the update with digits? Well, it's a girl. So. <laughs> <laughs> We're calling it a him before, but it's a yeah. it's a lady goat. Digits the girl. Yeah still works it's, all right uh but now that their horses are gone they got rid of their horses we're worried that she's going to run off because she doesn't have her herd anymore so we're just trying to get to the point where we can get her over to a friend's farm where she can be a part of some other goats for a oh, little yeah. bit really oh yeah because <laughs> otherwise what are we going to do when we're in florida like dave's not buying it but no okay so she lit legit is your goat now well Otherwise, we just let her go into the <laughs> yeah. great beyond and she dies eaten well, by some coyote. We're not going to do that. But there's not many coyotes in Noblesville, are there? Well, well probably. 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 Really? If there's stray goats walking around, what else is there? Mm, true. Anyway, I'm fine. All right. We'll get, it'll be great. <laughs> the thing is, I'm more excited than ever about getting into this house. Liv and I are both like yeah, freaking out. You just out. can't wait. Yeah. yeah. I just wish I didn't but have so much other stuff, stuff to, to get yeah. through before I could do that. But, I get it. Yeah, it'll be fine. But you don't know like... Like when moving day is? Yeah, Labor Day. Okay. On Monday. Calling out the Monday. troops. That'll on happen. On Monday. Yeah. You're moving All on like two troops because Labor we don't day. have that much stuff to move. <laughs> two troops. Yeah. <laughs> we don't need a lot of troops. You got furniture, I'm sure. You guys can come if you yeah, want. Yeah, but you yeah, need we'll troops for all the other things. I've already had people like volunteering to come over and paint things and do things around the yeah. farm. Well, I'm so. not doing that, so I can help you move. Yeah. All right. <laughs> make it Make it a deal. How are you guys? Uh, yeah, Marin, what's going on? What's new? What's happening? What is new? What is happening? 
Well, I didn't build the deck. My dad built a deck for my sister, and I got to shovel piles of dirt all day, well, all morning, Sunday. <laughs> well, for an hour. Well, for like 10 minutes. I mean, <laughs> yeah, we shoveled, I just shoveled a bunch of dirt and like moved a bunch of debris out of my sister's yard and like carried a bunch of rocks from yard to dumpster. And so I thought about texting Jed, just being like, <laughs> get a load of this physical activity. I just imagine you, every time you throw a rock, you're like, yeah, I like that, Jed. Yeah. <laughs> Take Look it. at that physical, physical activity with my life. Uh, but yeah, that's what's new with me. Okay. Updates. Uh, <laughs> updates. This was not not an exciting update moment. Oh, well, yeah. I, it, I mean, things are just kind of like normal now. It's not, yeah. there's nothing like up or down. I guess there's nothing really like we're looking forward to. It's just like trying yeah. to, we're in, we're in life right now. Right. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So. We're, we're kind of wrapping up that we're coming up on the last week of our current sermon series. Yes. Yeah. Four week series. But Dave, you wrapped up your part of the series week three, which was uh, answering the question kind of where, where can I make a difference? Right. Yep. Uh, the, the third of the four questions. Yeah. And then just a teaser for next week, Barry, you're not even going to be here for the pod. Right. I but, will be here to give the sermon. So at the end of this show, I want to, kind of pick your brain about what you're you might talk about so next week Marin and I can just talk about talk about it what you just talked about <laughs> okay. but you won't be here so yeah, it, it'll, it'll, right. it'll, it'll oh, be by fun. the way Amy wants you to know that she's happy to come in anytime <laughs> oh I'm an emotional person she's she's she'll be fine <laughs> um okay so Dave you gave sermon um can you give anybody who may have missed it or hasn't listened to it or seen it yet uh, recap or maybe a, a summary of the big idea for what you wanted people to walk away. Yeah. So, uh, just a reminder, the four, four key questions of life, essential questions of life. Who is God? Uh, where do I belong? How can I make a difference? And what is my destiny? Uh, are questions that I believe the church was designed to answer. The third question, how can I make a difference is a crucial one because, uh, at some point everyone, Everyone eventually will come to the point they go, okay, what is the, what am I here for? Why, mm. why am I here? And, uh, I made the, I, I quoted, uh, David Brooks in his book, second, the second mountain, who says, when you start to extend yourself and meet the needs of other people, that, that is when you experience joy. Yeah. Not happiness. He calls it moral joy. That's a, the type of type of joy. And it's the kind of joy that only you get when you give yourself away. Mm. And so my big idea is if you want to experience joy, then you will discover how to make a difference in the world and give yourself away. That essentially was the big idea. You bring up David Brooks a lot. Is he like hero. Mount Rushmore? Of- he is he's my hero right now. Really? And I think I... Uh, He's a New York Times uh, yeah. columnist, here's, right? Here's why. He has been fairly public about the fact that he himself is going through, some, for for now, years, several years, he's been going through his own personal something, mm. some some development in his life. I started following him. I like him. I like Michael Gerson. Uh, Gerson writes for The Post. Uh, Brooks writes for The Times. I like. I just like their thinking and I like their style, especially Brooks. Yeah. So, yeah, I quote him a lot. Um, okay. So you were kind of resting in Ephesians four, right? Yep. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You bounce back between one and four a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we're, we're answering the question, how can I make a difference? Mm -hmm. And you said, if you want to experience joy, you need to use your gifts and your skills to, to change the world, change the world. Yeah. Um, and so we kind of, you kind of went through the different gifts that Jesus gave to the church and you said the gifts are, are these people. Right. The different types of people there are. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, okay. What, what would the gifts be then? If Well, I mean, if he has given the church an apostle, it's the gift of apostleship. If he's uh, given gotcha. the pro- it's prophecy. Yeah. It's yeah. Okay. So there's uh, five buckets of gifts that, people could potentially yeah, that, fall in. Well, and that's certainly not exhaustive because there are other passages of scripture that, that talk about other gifts mm-hmm. that were not in that list. Um, that's like the a, gift, gift of hospitality. Hospitality, help, uh-huh. stewardship, uh, administration, and I could go on and on. Mm-hmm. It, that was just a, yeah, what, <laughs> okay. what? Uh, it might be an off mic joke, but I have a joke. 
right, wow. So we will we will wait. You just okay. keep that in the bucket. Yeah, we'll keep that in the bucket. <laughs> Hold we'll on. It's about gifts. Okay. All right. Uh, so, okay. So apostleship, let's start there. Um, you said there's apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. And apostles, uh, you said that they are starters and wayblazers. Yeah, yeah. They tend to be that way. They're the out fronters. And so it, my question, I guess, is if I'm sitting here uh, listening to or watching you preach this, am I am I trying to identify maybe which one I am or which one I want to be? Or is it is it, do you think all of us have one of these five gifts. I know you said it's not exhaustive, but, uh, and you actually went through some, some more in your sermon, but is this where we should start? We should, uh, we should, we should start with me realizing that I do have unique abilities that maybe other people don't have. Mm -hmm. If we could get a person to just start and say, all right, I am gifted by the Holy spirit. Jesus has given, what was my shorthand? Jesus gives us gifts. We use those gifts. The world has changed. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. if we just buy that idea. Yeah. Well, now the natural next question is, Oh, but what, well then what are my gifts? Right. Yeah. Or what is my gift? And all that list is, is as far as I'm concerned, is just one list of many lists that would describe unique ways yeah. of using your skills in the world. Um, so apostles, the starters and the way blazers. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's the one I want to be. You want to be an apostle? You I want to be an apostle. He started a podcast. Yeah. See? Well, Way I mean, blazer. A he's, a, he's a podstool. <laughs> hey Get out. <laughs> oh, no. Was that your joke, Tyler? Was that your no, joke? No, that wasn't. Podstool. Um, and so the, then there's prophets, which are truth tellers. Yeah. Um, you said they identify secrets or lies, and they bring they those to They do that, yeah. yeah. And they, they're the ones who, who say things like, yeah, I have a sense from God that mm. they, and, and generally they're right. Yeah. Uh, evangelists, they need to tell people about God. Mm -hmm. They have, they have a way of communicating that is so winsome mm. usually and draws a person in that a person has a hard time saying no, or I don't want to hear about that. They're like, Oh, tell me more. That, mm. They have that unique gift. Can we grow these gifts? Yes. So if I'm like, I want to be an apostle or I think I'm an apostle or like, you know, I think you can, but I want I, to be more huggy. Think, well, first of all, I wouldn't grow the gift before I would start praying for the gift because okay. scripture, scripture says, you know, eagerly desire the greater gifts. I'm not sure what the greater gifts were, but, but the fact is it's okay to desire them and ask for them. Yeah. It really is. It's fine. And then, uh, maybe God will answer our prayer. And then same time, then I would start. What I think a person needs to do is if they have a sense that they've got a special ability. My, my next question is, okay, what are you doing? Yeah. Show me, show me what you're doing with it. Uh, the average person uh, wants something, but they really are not acting on it. We just need to act. The thing is, you can't, you cannot, uh, you got to get that train in motion. Yeah. You, you need to get it in motion before things start to make sense. The only way to know what kind of gift you are, start doing something. Yeah. You'll know, you'll know For right other people, if primarily, I shouldn't right? be doing that, because I, I failed miserably. <laughs> yeah, I think your gifts would be confirmed by the people around you. I think these yeah. gifts, this fivefold ministry, as I've heard it most of my adult life, apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers, they're gifts <clears throat> given to the church for the sake of the world, for the edification of the church. Mm -hmm. I think there are people who might desire a certain gift, but maybe that isn't the way they were gifted. That's maybe right. they're gifted as a teacher, but they really desire that, that prophetic yeah. role or, or, mm. or whatever. So I feel like the people in your life that are close to you as we're in community with one another, as we belong, yeah. they identify, Hey, you're really gifted in this area. I think that's um, sometimes how we can come to know yeah. ourselves better. That's why when I give a person a calling quilt, which have we ever talked about the call? A little bit. Yeah. So when I, when I walk a person through the calling quilt, one of the exercises I say, I want you to find three or four people and have them tell you mm. what they perceive to be your gifts and abilities. Mm. It's important to hear that from other people. And the, the fourth one was pastors, right? You could be a pastor, which you, it's a shepherd hugger. Uh, yeah, I just was trying to use an image, the imagery. They're the one who put the arm around you and they're there for you. Yep. They show up. They they almost know intuitively when to be there. Teachers are dispensers of wisdom. Yeah, they're the mentors. Um, yeah. And so I, I was listening to this and it, it's interesting how 
you hear things on the on the tail end or right like the timing is perfect because last week we got to Dave come over to your home for dinner yeah. with this with Barry and Liv and this other this couple that uh possibly are going to Grace I don't yeah. know but mm-hmm. these people are freaking amazing singers right yeah, right okay so I think it's easy for me and my wife was talking about this on our way home that night she's uh, they're amazing singers. They've been on Broadway. They like sing opera, like incredible. And it's easy for me to be like, well, I, my gift is way worse than that. <laughs> worse? <laughs> yeah. God gave like, you a bad gift? Well, like, I'm confused. Because 80% he gave of the time, the like, and then he's like, oh, shoot. Tyler, yeah. forgot to give one to Tyler. <laughs> what do we have? What can we regift? <laughs> regift. <laughs> That's funny. Well, like, I'm regifting you know, a spiritual gift. Yeah. That's awesome. 26% of the time, I'm like, you know, I, if I had to say I had a gift, I could play music, I can sing, I can, you know, do that. If I need to um, give something of myself away, I can do that. But I'm standing next to these guys and I'm like, well, maybe I don't have that gift comparatively. You know, I I, I yeah. feel like I compare myself too much. And my wife uh, driving away from the house, she was she was had like almost an ident- identity crisis, being like, I don't think I have any gifts or talents. Like I don't have anything. What on earth happened? Did they just stand there and sing for you? Yes, there, there was some singing that Ooh. went on because <laughs> literally, well, it's a long story. But it, yeah, mom, one of mom's songs. This this gal had like always wanted to sing with my mom playing. Oh, that's awesome. But had never had the chance. And yeah. so we, of course, went into my mom's studio and she played the song and we uh, all just listened with our jaws on the floor. <laughs> but also they're on YouTube singing opera. Winning awards. Right. Singing. And winning yeah. awards. And, and winning awards. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, I, so get, I mean, I mean, I know the answer is, well, don't compare yourself, but I think a lot of times when you hear the word gift, it's like yeah. so, you compare yourself or you're looking for like that really like special talent that you may yeah. have. And so, it's not necessarily that. So I'm going to, I'm probably going to put too fine a point on this, but I want to, I think the distinction I'd like us to talk about is the dis- distinction between talent, skill, and gift. Because mm. the gifts I'm talking about here, it says, I forget what verse it is. These are the gift that Jesus gave us. These are gifts. They're not, skills now there are certain people whose skills and talents are so over the top like these folks that you can say that really feels like it was hand handed to them by god yeah but many times like music for instance um that music can be a skill or a talent with which you dispense your gift mm-hmm. a way to dispense your gift this woman right here obviously skilled uh, Marin is skilled in music, in her voice is divine. It's wonderful, but what she does with that is encourage, build up, pastor, mm. prophesy. She uses these spiritual gifts, and but the the means of dis, her dispensing it is her. Does that yeah? Does that make difference? Yeah. I'm glad the, if you did uh, that. Yeah. Because I'm glad you walked through that because that. It is it is a little blurry unless you have that kind of clarification. Yeah. yeah, and one of the things that Paul talks about elsewhere, I think First Corinthians, he talks about the fact that these gifts, the reason that these are given were given to us is for the strengthening of the body, that the strengthening of the church. And mm-hmm. so, a talent like the ability to sing or something like that can or cannot be used to strengthen the body. It depends on the context in which it's being used. Mm-hmm. So when Marin is leading worship with her great voice, when she is drawing other people to experience a level of communal worship of the divine, that is strengthening the body. And therefore it is in that kind of gift territory. Yeah. But if she's out just like singing at that <laughs> restaurant with her family, uh, you know, with her kids, yeah, that may or may that not be. Nothing. That might just be fun. That might just be fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. And if I can back the, back the truck up a minute, you said you wanted to be an apostle. Let me make an yeah. observation uh, about you, because I would think of all the gifts that we've talked about so far, it is that is more like who you are. Mm. Because um, think of the apostle Paul; he was the guy that would walk in somewhere and go, "Look, uh, I have a sense. I have, I kind of have a sense of what's going on around here. So let me speak what I know about what I'm observing. And you guys seem to be worshiping all these people. Here's this one uh, uh, idol to the empty." to the unknown God that in other words, uh, apostles are really able to read 
the room yeah. and they're able to read culture. Mm. You can do that. Yeah. And Great. You, you have this capacity to take us deeper into what's happening around us than most people I know. Well, yeah. Thank you. I'm, I made it, guys. I'm, I'm puzzled. <laughs> there you go. I think <clears throat> a lot a of button. church, <laughs> yeah. if you're like me, you look at these as almost like job titles or, or church titles. Yeah, yeah. And you immediately disqualify yourself for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. I, oh, I'm not an evangelist because yeah. I don't, totally. I don't have that title in front of my name. I don't yeah. go out like Billy Graham did. Yeah. I'm not a pastor because I don't have that a degree. Title, I'm yeah, not yeah. a hugger. I'm, not, I'm definitely not <laughs> that. I'm not a teacher because I don't have a pulpit. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And then I'm glad you even answered the question of what an apostle was, because that's a somewhat foreign word to mm-hmm. most of us these days, mm-hmm. I would think. And same with prophet. Prophet is not a uh, someone who tells the, the future. future. Yeah, no. no it's yeah. Not. Yeah. So. Okay. And then, um, and then you started talking about imagery that if you grew up in church you're very familiar with, right? The armor of God. Right. And can you kind of rehash a little bit of what it's, it it may be your idea, but kind of what you felt led to share with the congregation about your interpretation of what the armor of God could mean. Yeah. So when I was preparing for the message, I, I knew in the book that Ephesians six is such a hugely important aspect of that letter that Paul wrote and as I was looking at the whole series, I'm thinking, how does that, how does that speak into the four questions? And I realized that um, part of the difference we need to make in the world is is uh, is battling back against these spiritual forces. And mm-hmm. one day I was sitting just thinking about that passage, and I thought, whoa, wait a minute, what if it's not individual? What if he's painting a a picture of how the church, the composite of the church can bust into the, against the dark forces of this world. Yeah. And then I thought, well, wonder if each piece of armor could represent a special gift that a person in, in the body possesses. And when we put the whole, when the, we come together and the, all the pieces of armor are in one place, we are formidable. Yeah. That's where that With came our from. powers combined. <laughs> yeah. Also, I don't know if you remembered the other services, but you broke my heart by forgetting to mention heart. Heart. Well, and I got, <laughs> the first service. Wait, and I got with yelled, what? And I got the yelled Captain at Captain Planet. By somebody. Oh, yeah. Somebody yelled at me for that too. I almost yelled it out, but I was yeah, like, I don't I, want. That would have been I good. I don't want to. Heck, yeah. heck heart. Wind, wind my fire, favorite. Sword. It's so funny because I have. Sorry, the we, thing we to need it, Grace is more heckling. We need to talk about Captain Planet because that was I used to watch Captain Planet. Yeah. Did you guys watch it? Oh yeah. It, it it wasn't familiar last week, but as soon as <laughs> oh. as soon as I saw the graphic, I'm like, oh yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah well, I, I always that. the heart one always just like was so, was. The worst because these other guys have like <laughs> like earth. He's like he's like bringing these like massive dirt. like like yeah, fire. dirt things and then fire raining down and water is like moving the ocean and it's like heart and there's like two monkeys that like jump out of the out of the <laughs> woods and like jump onto his shoulders and and I'm like that it's not the same <laughs> like that other person just called a hurricane to attack yeah. like the. The, yeah, and you're trying. You're trying really hard. Yeah. Oh, the dolphin just gave you a high five. That's not a. Yeah. That's not a. <laughs> that's not a thing. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Okay. Uh, so yeah. Okay, so the armor, um, kind of being the church and all of us serving as different parts. The war. Of, the warrior is the church. Yeah. That w- that makes. Why did we not recreate this video? What? That's all I'm thinking. What video? Belt, shoes, <laughs> helmet. Feet Miss. fitted with the readiness. <laughs> what? That's how it is in like the NIV. Feet fitted with the, the readiness, readiness to the spread the gospel of peace. <laughs> that's what that's like. Paul does not doesn't ever ring. No. <laughs> Shield. Yeah. I don't even know that's what you guys are saying right now. We're just quoting the passage. Well, in the captain, they would yell out there. Yeah. Their and that's the way it's put in NIV. And yeah, that's the for whatever reason Paul is like <laughs> shield of faith, helmet of and it's like and then the feet fitted with the readiness of the gospel of peace or whatever. It's like that's not that doesn't fit, buddy. And and if you said shoes, shoes, <laughs> shoes, uh, but it makes way more sense because like you were saying, Barry, all this stuff is is our gifts to make the church stronger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. And if and the, the I, I grew up in the church, but. The armor of God was always weird 
to me. It was like, I don't know what, I don't know how I'm going to put all these yeah, things on at the same on. time. And that's like the perfect version of the perfect human. But hmm. if everybody's doing a part and that's what makes the church stronger, that makes a lot of sense. The way you put it makes a lot mm. for the first time, understanding like the armor of God in a way that's like not individualistic made a lot of sense to me. Yeah, I got is it was fascinating looking um, at 146 as I'm preaching. I'm looking out as I'm telling this and I had two reactions. I had some people looking at me like, I really don't know what you're talking. About. <laughs> you know, they had dog head. You know, dog. Or they tilt their head. <laughs> yeah. and they tilt their dog, head. and other people were like tears going, just yeah. nodding. Yeah. yeah. So it, it's a concept that I. It's a brand. I've never taught it before. I never thought of that before. Yeah. So um, I think it's powerful. I honestly think it's powerful because mm -hmm. I, here's one of the things I've always wondered about: um, a person who's a prayer warrior. Prayer never shows up in any of the lists of the gifts. Mm. Yeah. And I thought. Well, there are people that that is their thing. Yeah. And they're protecting us and they're fighting the battle. So it was cool to be able to call them out and say, you guys are unique. And even the ones who uh, handle the, the sword of the spirit, mm. there are people that handle the word in unique ways and are. Yeah. Yeah. So it's interesting that you mentioned that about prayer, because when I think of. When I think of the armor of God, I think immediately back to like felt board Sunday school lessons yeah. mm. or coloring pages yeah. where you're coloring a helmet yeah. and a shield yeah. and all of those things. And the list in all of my memories of being a child, it stops with the sword. It, it stops does. with the sword of the spirit. But right after that, in verse 18, it says, pray in the spirit at all times and on every occasion. Stay alert. And be persistent in your prayers for all believers everywhere. Yeah. It's very much part oh, of it's, the armor of God. Oh, and, yeah. And but you're saying it's not a, it's not included in what we learn. We never, Oftentimes it's, it's not. Never, I've never heard it included yeah. in the in the personalization of the armor of God. Yeah. Right. But it's just it's just one verse later. It's it, it's almost a given. You know, put on the helmet and put on the shoes and put on the shield of faith. Mm. And while you're doing all of that, pray in the spirit at all times. Yeah. Mm. Like constantly, persistently. Yeah. Can I share something that just came yeah. to my mind? I have no idea if this is anything, but I've never thought about this till just now. But it says, uh, you know, put on the shield of faith so that you can extinguish the fiery arrows of the evil one. Well, in ancient times, fiery arrows were not about killing. They were about spreading fear because they weren't as accurate as regular arrows. If you were trying to just kill people from the ramparts, you'd shoot regular arrows. If you were trying to freak them out, You'd, you'd shoot fiery arrows to set everybody on fire and well, yeah. freak, freak them out. So it's interesting. I had never thought of it till just now, but perhaps hmm. when Paul is saying the shield of faith, it's, it's there to protect from fear, Yep, not just mm -hmm. from, from violence or something like that. Because faith is a courage builder. Yeah. Mm. Whoa. Anyway, that has nothing to do with anything except that's kind of neat. Yep. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's really cool to think about. Um, so today in one of our meetings, Dave, you kind of led a moment of, of prayer, like pray by yourself. But you, you said, um, what do you want? What do you want from God? Yeah. Ask God and, um, just pray, you know, alone. And the thing that I just kept asking for, um, knowing that we we're going to talk about this today and, uh, just Milo, my son, two year old son, who's in his stage of development. My thing I kept asking for is like, man, um, I pray that he, he understands what his gifts mm -hmm. will be. You know, like I want, I can't wait to see what this kid is going to learn about what God has given to him. Mm -hmm. Marin, as a mother, like, do you see this in your own kids? And does that give you as much joy as it does like to understand what it is about yourself? That's when I see gifts or potential gifts in my young ones, that's like the whole point of life. <laughs> it's like <laughs> yeah. everything. It makes yeah. everything come into focus. It makes it all worthwhile. One time I was sitting at North Indy and my daughter, she draws a lot during sermons and mm -hmm. a lot of times it's funny and sometimes it's just flat out profound, but mm. the lens through which she receives, you know, messages and sermons or just the lens through which she sees the world. One time, I think it was, either early this year or last year, I know it was very recently, 
she had drawn something and she showed it to me. And I remember smiling at her in service while we were um, watching the message on the screen. And the thought came into my head, she will defend the faith. Mm. My daughter will defend the faith. She's, Your daughter, she's, the one they said, I don't want to believe in the Lord of Jesus. She said when she was a toddler, <laughs> I don't like the Lord of Jesus. <laughs> she's come a long way. Praise God. Praise the Lord. But I, I can see her as an apologist. Mm. I can see her. She, she always wants to go deeper and know more and be able to explain, especially in, in high school right now with, um, I mean, b- being a believer is not a popular thing. What's popular is anything, but what's popular is anything goes and she'll come home and she'll have these long conversations with me where we kind of together work out our own salvation, mm-hmm. you know, with fear yeah. and trembling as the word says. So that's what gets me really excited. And I just pray that nothing would steal that from her, Hmm. that curiosity she has right now um, to go deeper, to have a, I I, I don't even think that she could sit here and articulate to you that she wants to have a firmer foundation, but that's what I see from her when we have these long conversations about her faith. Yeah. And with Jaden, he has, since coming to Grace Church, I feel like he is so much more found just who he is in Christ. Mm. Again, I don't think before grace, we ever would have put two and two together that the way he loves nature is (laughs) the way that he can bring the light of Jesus to the world. Yeah. Mm. He has so come to see that as a giftedness from the Lord and he embraces that and we all (laughs) embrace it. And yeah, just, that's awesome. I mean, it's more than just he's environmentally conscious. Yeah. No, he's, He's doing this because he can bring Christ into this mm-hmm. broken place. Mm-hmm. That is awesome. I was thinking Second Timothy 1, 5, where Paul says to Timothy, I remember your genuine faith for you share the faith that first filled your grandmother Lois and your mother Eunice. Mm. And I know that same faith continues strong in you. First of all, just stop. That's amazing. You're like your mom and your grandma, mm-hmm. Timothy. That's amazing. This is why I remind you and what I'm thinking here, Marin, is our responsibility then is to do what verse six is. I remind you to fan into flames the spiritual God, gift God gave you mm. when I laid my hands on you. For God has not given us the spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love, and self-discipline. And I think that uh, when we see that in each other, if I were if I were to go back and do all my 41 years of ministry over again, I would say I would do as often as I could speak into people's life and say, this is what I see in you. These are the gifts that I think are being in your life. And I want to encourage you to use those gifts. If I would have done that more from the beginning, I don't know what difference Hmm. it would have made, but it feels like the right thing to do. Hmm. Well, the, the, it's like double-edged because on the one side, you get great joy from it. Mm Jaden gets great joy from feeling free enough to like explore nature. And, you know, Desi gets, feels great joy knowing that like she can be herself and drawing these pictures and she can challenge in deep conversations. I get joy from, I don't know, starting stuff and, um, just, uh, being like a loyal dissenter almost. Um, but that's one part. The other part is like when you're doing it to serve other people or you're doing it to serve the God, serve God or the kingdom of God, like that's the other part, which also gives you joy which I guess this last week we're going to talk about how that eventually could feed into your destiny, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Right. So as a matter of fact, I don't think you, this is what we're talking about right here is a essential building block of your destiny. You can't talk about your destiny until you first talk about the gifting and ability. And when you take the gifting and ability that God has gifted you with and you match it with the story that you've lived, whew, yeah. And you and you can draw and, and the personality he's given you, which is a third element, your destiny, it just explodes in front of you. It just there it is. Yeah. Right now I'm thinking of the parable of the talents and how, you know, it isn't just it isn't just recommended that we as believers use our gifts. Hmm. It's mandated. It's mandated. Yeah. And if we don't, if we just bury it in the sand. Yeah. That's no good. Mm-mm. That's not good. We will Mm-mm. we will be held accountable for Mm-mm. what we did 
with what he gave us. So it's very important that we identify what it is that he gave us so that we can put it into action and use it and bring glory to God and hear well done, good and faithful yeah. servant. I went to see my mom this weekend and I went to a praise, praise God, praise report that she for a long time has not felt well enough to even go to church. She's been live streaming Grace Church, mm-hmm. um, which is awesome that she can do that. Mm-hmm. But when I was there, she felt well enough to go to the church I grew up in. So that was a trip. Good. Yeah. It was, it's always fun to go back to that church. Um, my mom is so loved by so many people in that congregation. And I, if I see him at all, it's every five years or so, you know, so it was, it was good to be back there and went out to lunch with, um, two couples that have been lifelong friends. I mean, probably 40 years or more, these couples have Whoa. been in the same church wow. walking alongside each That's other awesome. as friends. They've seen each other through all kinds of health ups and downs. They've seen each other through everything pertaining mm-hmm. to their children. It, it reminded me of that. Just where do I belong and that community yeah. and what we talked yeah. about last right. week. But then we get home from lunch with my mom. She's pretty tired. It's time to go lay down. We pull into their driveway and there's a friend of my dad's with his teenage daughter in the front yard of my parents' house with no one home, just pulling weeds. Wow. Just helping with yard work. Mm. Wow. I was shocked. Sheesh. I yeah. was shocked. I wasn't expecting to see that. And I guess I, I already know about this friend. He's a faithful friend of my dad's. He's supported my parents um, financially. He's supported my parents in every way that he can, including up to pulling and weeds. including pulling, pulling weeds. weeds. So that's... The first week we talked about answering the question, who is God? Last week we talked about where do I belong? And we, you know, talked about community. Um, One of my favorite parts of Rooted that we've spoken a lot about is at the end, you're kind of called to like speak into other people's lives about what you see in them and maybe like possibly speak what gifts you see or what you want to draw out of that person in terms of giftings. And what that has the power to do in someone's life could be, oh, it immensely it, it could powerful. Be life, it's can be life changing. Yeah. One word, because because it's not coming out of it's not coming out of nowhere. Because I believe we believe that this stuff was placed in you before you were born. Mm. All live this, and all of a sudden, it's like somebody speaks into it and it opens a crack to your very heart. Mm. And that thing that you were made for all of a sudden start, you, it, it just, ex, it can explode out of you. Mm. Uh, it's, it's amazing. And so we work in cooperation with the Holy Spirit. We bring the, the voice into their life that just cracks open their heart. Mm. It's a beautiful thing. The people I know who are confident about what they believe about God are like flourishing in community and know this, the answer to this question, like, what's my gift and or how, where, how, how where I do I make a, a difference, difference yeah. and mm. that have that trio are like the people I want to be the mm-hmm. most like, mm-hmm. yeah, you know? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, but I think it can be, it can be as simple as pulling weeds in somebody's front yes. yard. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, that's part of the, that's two parts of the trio that I talked about. It's like, well, it's, it possibly is all of them. It's, this guy is doing a great service because he cares a lot about his community and he's mm-hmm. serving your, his mm-hmm. community. And I would guess it's part of, because it, part of it is because of what he believes about God, God mm-hmm. you know, yeah. mm-hmm. for sure. And, and his gift, I don't know this man, but I'm sure he, it sounds like he has some real strong encouragement gifts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So pulling weeds is a, it could be a skill just or a task, but what it, how it manifests in your mom's life is, oh my word, how encouraged I feel mm-hmm. yeah. or yeah. how loved I feel. Yes, for sure. He might even have like a pastoral gift. Who knows? Yeah. So you kind of said, if you want to figure out your gift, just start doing stuff. Mm-hmm. Are there other ways that people can learn or just get started the people that are like, I have no, this is all new to me. Where do I start? Like, what do I, how do I even begin to do this? You mean where to go or what to do? Either one. Yeah. And uh, let me circle back to the, the context is this is where the church 
helps answer the question, mm -hmm. how can I make a difference? Yep. So I would say, um, gosh, there are 30 hundred ways within the context of the ministry and the reach of Grace Church for you to take a stab at doing something that will make a difference. Yeah. And if you say, I have an hour, we'll show you something you can do for an hour. If you yeah. say, I've got a day a week, we'll show you something you can do. Because the church, <clears throat> that's one of the purposes of the church is to create the answer, place for the answer, the, the question to be answered. Yeah. So I would say start there. Yeah, I mean, going back to my wife as an, as an example, she's like the most joyful person I've ever met. She's playful. She's welcome. Like she has a welcoming spirit. Her spirit is just like, I mean, you guys know her, but yeah. Um, she, you put her holding a door on a Sunday morning. Like she's going to make people feel oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, great to coming into church. That's a serving opportunity. That she's is, got, she's got some sort of mojo that way. That's yeah. what she does. And so yeah. it, you're right, Dave. It's like some people see that as just holding a door. Big deal. But you could change the way people even look at the church by, Oh, it, it happened, you know. it happened two weeks ago. A guy walked up to me after the service and he said, I want, I want you to know why I'm going to come back next week. It's because of that man over there. Hold the held, door. Who held the door and mm -hmm. shook my hand. He said, from the moment I walked in this church, I felt welcome. He is the one who kicked it off. That's awesome. Yeah. And so it, it, we've got a ton just within the, the confines of our buildings, right. like a ton of opportunities to serve and to like try out new things and that kind of stuff. There's obviously stuff outside of Grace Church that, sure. you know, we've got partners that have serving opportunities as well. But yeah, just take a stab, man, because with, you may like, I don't know. You may like photography, so yeah. there's a photography team, or you may just love being around people, well, so there's a... You mentioned Rooted. Yeah, Rooted. Like, at the end of Rooted, are we we're still doing signups for Rooted right now, or is yeah, that Yeah, Rooted yeah. signups are right now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Kicks off in a couple weeks. Yeah, if you haven't gone through Rooted yet, by the end of those 10 weeks, you're having this conversation, this very conversation. Yeah. Where do you yep. go next? What, where, where are your giftings? What, yeah. Yeah. where can you be serving? That kind of stuff. And that's yeah. on one end of the spectrum. On the other end of the spectrum, there were seven people that have contacted us and said, we'd like to talk about joining the London team. Whoa. Wow. Which is pretty cool. It's very seven cool. Now people. That's, that's the extreme. That's somebody saying, I'll, I'll leave this life behind hmm. and I'll move to London for a period of time. That's so you can do that. If those are the extremes, you can, that, yeah. you can, and everything in between is yeah. possible. That's awesome. And, and I reiterate when you do, that's when joy builds up because you go, and this is, I am making a difference in the world Yeah. and man, I will sleep better. Tonight. And this is what I was made for. Yep. yep. Isn't this why you wrote your book? It is this and the destiny, this combined with the destiny, what, what we're, ta we're talking about the piece, the main piece that leads to your destiny. But this is, I mean, this is my my deep and abiding passion mm -hmm. yeah. we're talking about. All right, Barry, set us up for next week so we know what to talk about. Yeah, it's dad's deep and abiding passion and I'm going to be the one speaking <laughs> about it. Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. It's my passion too. Um, so we're, I'm going to, you know, revisit what we've already talked about in the past about destiny. I'm going to talk about Ephesians 2.10 that you were a masterpiece created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which he prepared in advance for you to do. But that's only going to be the kind of beginning of the message. I'm going to move on and talk a little bit more about what I think is this sort of the way that destiny works in God's kingdom, which is mm -hmm. um, a little bit more into Ephesians 3, where he talks about um, so that God is able through his mighty power at work in you to do immeasurably more than you could ever ask or imagine. Yeah. I'm going to focus in a little bit on that and try to throw a bit of a twist in the way we think about our destiny in the sense that in God's economy, two plus two equals like watermelon. It doesn't. It, <laughs> is that the, the big idea? I think it might be. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but the idea is like God will take whatever you get, you are able to give and he will do things with it that you are completely blown away by. Mm -hmm. I'm going to tell the story of uh, Mary, the, the woman who, sent five or six bucks to Celestin. Yes. Uh, uh, yeah. Musakura yeah. when he was in Friend of the pod, in Rwanda. Celestin. I'll, oh, I'll, I'll tell goodness. the whole story, but I'm going to talk about that. that. That'll be actually be my intro because it was, this was a woman. Well, I won't spoil it. You'll hear the story this weekend. The idea is a very small amount of, of 
faithful action towards yeah. what she felt God had called her to do led to uh, the kind of world changing consequences that you would never, ever have been able to, to guess. God's economy does not work the way ours does. Yeah. And so it'll be, it'll talk about that. You want to pursue your destiny. You want to find why you're born, but along the way you want to have faith that your, your faithful mm-hmm. uh, obedience to the things that God puts in your path will have consequences that you can't even imagine. And mm. then I'm going to try to paint the picture of, okay, so now that's you, your life and all of the branching consequences of all the things that God has used you to do. Now imagine an entire community yeah. doing that in concert together. Let's do it. And imagine the world, how, how much the world would change. Mm. So yeah. that's, let's do this. Let's do this. <laughs> so that's what I'm going to talk about next week. Cool. So sorry, I won't right. be here too. No, you're getting a house, man. It's go do it. This is one of those where I was like, should I come back in? No. Nah. No. Not <laughs> we got week. this. We got this. We got this. Dave, thanks for being here. You're welcome. Three weeks in a row. It's quite the treat. I'll see you in a month or so. Oh. <laughs> we'll see you uh, I mean, at our next sermon he series. He could be here next Tuesday. Why don't you have dad come in and- Oh, I have things. Oh, so <laughs> you already can't. All right. <laughs> He's busy. Can't do it. All right, yeah, but thanks for being here. It's been it's been great. I love this. I love this series, man. I'm a, this is one of those that- I think, you know, if I meet people, when I meet people that don't go to grace and they're like, what's your church like? I'm, I'm pointing them to this, Mm -hmm. this series, Mm. you know, because this is, this is what we've paid so much attention to for what feels like forever since I've been here. And now we get to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I was encouraged. I'm encouraged too. Cool. All right. Barry, good luck with the house. Thanks. Uh, hope your stress level goes down a little bit. Hope you get that U-Haul, oh, get the goat situation Get that carpet out. nice and stretched. Oh, yeah. Get Stretch that, out that get carpet. That, get those <laughs> utilities called. It'll be great. <laughs> All right. So, Marin, I'll see you next week. But until then, will you please send us out? Sure thing. Do justly. Love, mercy, and walk humbly with your God. And we'll see you on the other side of Sunday.